You're tuned into Nerd Overload, your spooky show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. Now your hosts, Cody Pumpkinick, Samantha Crossbones, Sam Dun Dun Dunham, and Josh Scarrison. Boo! Did I spook you? You're listening to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from ghosts to goblins. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> now, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we got a bunch of news, uh, but first, let's get into some things we've been checking out. Ooh. Yeah, and this spooky episode of Nerd <laughs> Overload. Ooh. We didn't check out anything spooky. Really? Well, I guess, yeah, we watched Class, the new Doctor Who spinoff. It came on? Oh, yeah. yeah. Two episodes. Well, not in America, but, you know. Uh, there's ways. You can you can find it, you know. <laughs> yeah. By commuting with the afterlife. Or the internet. <laughs> the internet is truly terrifying. It yeah. is. It's a terrifying place. Anyway, was Class good? Yes, it was very good. It was very do- uh, Doctor Who, but darker. It was Ooh. weirdly violent. So yeah. it was so like darker, torture? darker who? <laughs> There's like uh, some like gore and lots of blood what? actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like a more adult spin on Doctor Who about high school kids. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting. So is it like a monster's like running through the school or yeah, something? Yeah, like a, a monster of the week in the school type of thing. There's like okay. a tear in the in time space around the school. Okay. And Cole Hill or something? Yeah, the Cole Hill Academy. And that's the school that the original Doctor Who, like, those two teachers' yeah, the, the companions original, were from? very first episode. Right, okay. And I think it's also the same school that... Uh, uh, Clara taught at. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And Danny Pink. Okay. Which there's actually a nod to them in the show. Oh, there is. Oh, okay. oh that's good. Which was cool. Right on. And, I mean, the Doctor showed up. Um, he showed up just in time to do do the thing that he does where he has a big philosophical speech about why you shouldn't kill people and then and then save the day save the day it made me want more doctor who which yeah that's not we, good because it's forever it's away. So far away not till christmas and then after that god knows how long hey i saw on a facebook post it's 10 fridays until christmas so this is so a halloween episode get your noel out of here well this is the biggest spook of all <laughs> that you only have 10 weeks to get Christmas figured out. Ooh, you're way behind. Black Friday's coming. Black Ooh. Friday in less than a month. Someone at work called it Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same person that thought, shouldn't be talking about this. There's nothing good about that Friday. They thought, they like totally misread the ad and thought the PlayStation 4s were buy one, get one free. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. Like wow, that's a no. heck of a deal. It was buy one, get a copy of Titanfall 2 for ah, free. Still, I mean, still good deal, but... Was like, not as good a deal. Yeah, not nearly as good a deal. So that's good. I'm glad class is good. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely stick around for more. We, there's two episodes out. We watch both of them, so... Oh, cool. Very cool. Uh, just surprisingly violent is really my only, <laughs> like... I don't know how much I care for the violence in it. It seems kind of unnecessary. Yeah. But- I mean, it's not keeping me from watching it. I mean, yeah, not that Doctor Who's not, not ever been violent, but it's always been kind of like a 
TV oh. violent. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, it's a family-friendly show, Doctor Who is. This, this, right. one, is, not. this one is not. No, no, no. Okay, so all... this is Doctor Who with the limiters taken off a oh, little yeah. bit. It's like, so. it's not even like just blood. It's like visceral, yeah. like gunk. Okay. Like, well, the monster in the second episode was stealing people's skin. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the gore is really chunky and gross. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and people die more often than they do on Doctor Who. There's been a lot of people dying, yeah, actually. Sure. Never mind. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, at least three or four that I can think of. So, so what it's sounding like is like Torchwood with a different setting. Because yeah. Torchwood was a, a more adult Doctor Who-ish kind of thing. Also, there was a full man's naked butt, too. Well, it's England. Yeah. yeah. They... Something for everyone. Still you, <laughs> still, you wouldn't see that on regular Doctor Who. Well, it's yeah. not Doctor Who. Stop. I guess it is. Yeah, I should Doctor stop Who. comparing it to Doctor Who because it's not. It's but not the Doctor was on it for like ten minutes, and I knew he was going to be on it, and it distracted me the whole time. I'm like, is he going to show up now? Is he going to show up now? <laughs> Where's the Doctor? Yeah. Where's the Doctor? God, you might as well be a companion, Martha Jones over there. <laughs> Can we talk about the characters, or should we wait? Because it's kind of spoilery, but not really. Well, it hasn't fully released in America yet. So we probably can't get in too deep into the spoilers. Then there's probably not a whole lot else to. Say okay, about so we'll it. so we'll just leave it there and come back to it when they when BBC America airs them. So okay. Whatever that is. We talked about Yuri and Ice. I think we talked about Yuri on Ice. Did we talk about I that on air? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. The the figure skating anime. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's surprisingly good. Okay. It's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, it's simulcast on Crunchyroll. So when one comes out in Japan. It's on the. It's, it's on, on there. On yeah. there. Oh, right on. I don't. It's good. It's really well animated, which you'd have to be if it was a figure skate. Like it is amazing looking. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what to say about it other than it. It looks really good and. It's surprisingly emotional. Yeah. There's one figure skater who's never been like really really good. I mean, he's good because he's one of the top ones, but he's never like won anything. But he has the heart of a champion. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. But there's one guy who's probably about ready to retire. He's like the best. He wins like everything. But he basically decides to help coach him. Mm. But it's sounds like an anime about a sport. Yeah, well, and sports animes are generally fairly decent. Mm. I don't know how to talk about it. Yeah, there's some, there's figure skating. There's and some drama. weird sexual tension. Yeah, between the two. Yeah, between <laughs> the two leads. Okay, it happens. It's a sports anime that usually, that's another thing that usually <laughs> pops up. Uh, I've been playing the original Zelda a little bit for some reason. Cool. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. Hey, uh, you saw Godzilla, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. We can talk about Shin We can finally, finally talk about Godzilla. Yeah, let's talk about Godzilla. I forgot. Now that we've all seen it. Mm-hmm. So what did what'd you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. It was definitely like politically, political leaning. Mm, very political. Yeah. It's like Godzilla... Uh, smashed up with a political thriller, mm-hmm. but it, it was just—it was really cool. The Godzilla stuff was really awesome. I love his his atomic breath, and that scene was cool. But yeah. I still hate his stupid mouth. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a problem with his mouth. It just has kind of a, a cut in on the bottom. I mean, it's better than like those stupid like four way monster mouths that get used to death anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I hate agree with that. that. Like it, at least it wasn't that. Yeah. I was afraid it was going to be like when he opened his mouth oh, yeah. and his jaw like spread out. I was like, no, no, no. Don't yeah. predator mouth me now. <laughs> I think his mouth is based on a whale shark. Probably. Yeah, I, I think sound, so. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. What do you think of proto Godzilla? 
The little flopping around Godzilla with the big old eyeballs. Yeah, yeah the great. googly eyes. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I think I might have leaned over to Cody. He was like, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the googly eyes, though, because they were, they were kind of creepy. creepy. They were unsettling. Yeah. yeah. They look like fish eyes, like big googly fish eyes with no lids. It's kind of great. <laughs> yeah, and there was like no humanity behind them. Like it yeah. was just creepy eye. Oh, yeah. There is no humanizing this Godzilla. No. He is just a force of nature that walks walks in a straight line and destroys everything in its path. He had no like ulterior motive. He was just, this town is in my way, so I'm just going to walk straight through it. And a two-week nap. Yeah, he did Wait, take a two-week two nap. <laughs> what do you think of all the lasers coming out of his tail? I liked it. Yeah, I it's like a weird. Lasers. It's a weird. I like the one coming out of the tip of his tail. I'm I'm cool with that. But like the weird like disco ball, disco ball like laser pointers out of every point on his back, kind of shooting all over the place. That was, I don't know. That might have been a little much, but for I mean, overall, I kind of it. Liked probably it. was, but I liked it. It looked. Like, it was very visually uh, um, appealing. The part when, like, right before he does the the actual like laser breath, and he's just shooting fire out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, that part was really cool. That just was... that shot where he's standing there and there's fire everywhere. Yeah, I think the and... whole scene, like, my jaw was just like open. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, very, oh very my cool. god, wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you think of the uh, the political part? Because there was a lot of it, a I mean, lot, a lot of it. I I liked it. It was smart. It was and... very smart. Yeah, and I didn't quite. I thought it was okay when I first watched it, but going back and understanding now that it was a lot of it was an allegory for the earthquakes from a few years ago and how the government, I guess, handled like, it, yeah. super botched handling it. It was really, really satirical. Yeah. Look at the Japanese government. Yeah. And that's something I didn't quite catch the f- going into it, which like, like deeply satirical. Yeah. I guess like, um, Japanese audiences were doing the, uh, equivalent of, Oh, like oh no, they would he see stuff because it was like we understand that they they understood that they understood that it was that it was Anno taking shots at the Japanese government. Um, what do you think of the uh, the American liaison? I liked her. I, yeah. She might have been one of my favorite characters, actually. Like, yeah, she was real spunky. She was very spunky. She got stuff done. A okay. <laughs> yeah, her, her pronunciation was was not great. Was not super awesome. Honestly, if you were Japanese and were English as a second language, even you probably would, wouldn't even have noticed. No, no. But it's funny for us. Yeah, it is kind of funny for us, and it's because they it's Japanese directors directing uh, English lines like uh, like a direct, Japanese director would direct japanese yeah. lines is, yeah. is what it is so the pr- pronunciation is kind of all over the place and everything is very broad i've seen much worse though oh sure oh yeah 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 that's, I agree that's with definitely that. not the worst i've seen but it's not the greatest but it was enough i think speed wagon <laughs> uh, that's probably the worst yeah that's pretty bad oh my god oh my god <laughs> But no, I really enjoyed it. It makes me interested to see the next one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Anno's going to be doing the second one or what's going to happen. I I don't think he's going to be on the second one in this line just because it took him forever and cost. He went way, like way over budget. That's what he does. It um, was very Anno, though. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you almost should watch some, like, Evangelion just to 
I'm sure you would I would be you would be like, oh a lot of like the really I, yeah. like widescreen like destruction shots were very yeah. his thing. Close oh, just up two characters yeah. talking and staring out into the distance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Close up shots of a computer screen with percentages going up. Just for no reason. Like, yeah. yep, those are numbers. Words on the screen, <laughs> just throwing words. There was always words on the screen telling you exactly where things were happening. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing with seeing it subtitled. It was, sometimes it was kinda hard to read like the Sure. Labels and also the words that they were saying. It's yeah. kind of hard to catch it. They all. were going quick, and sometimes the the subtitles overlapped. Yeah. The, yeah. the stuff on screen. Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of the labels don't have the impact that on us than that they probably would if we were Japanese that, and knew yeah. where these places were. Yeah. True. Because I was thinking about that. If it was like a shot of like downtown somewhere that we knew, it would be a lot more powerful than it just being like, oh, it's the corner of the something, whatever, prefecture. Like, yeah, I don't know what that is. Right. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But I'm I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray. I depend, like depending on the price, yeah. I would probably, yeah. I will because it's Godzilla. And, well, do you think they'll do yeah. a dub of it? I hope, I hope not. not. <laughs> what? You're looking at me. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what a dub <laughs> of it would, if it would even work. I don't know. It'd be really boring. See, I like dubs, but yeah, and for that particular one, I I would think I'd stick with the sub. It's, yeah. I mean, it's very, it's a very Japanese mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I would, I would be worried that the dub wouldn't get the tone of the delivery. True. Correct. That's the biggest issue that you that most folks have with with dubs. Which again, I usually don't worry about that too much, but in that particular movie i don't think it'd work yeah, yeah. so what'd you think of uh the end oh the are we gonna get full spoiler why not yeah it's out of theaters now so when, we might as when well. he's frozen and there, why are there people coming out of his tail he's making his own committee i yeah. <laughs> the ultimate the ultimate yeah way to get a, get back to against the committee is to form his own yeah you know i don't know i maybe that was symbolism for all the people that died during the attack, both the Godzilla attack and the earthquake, or maybe he was creating tiny, tiny Godzilla's, Godzilla's lizard, lizard men. Yeah, yeah. I think they might've had uh, sp- like sp- spiky back things on him, like Godzilla. So it might've been like people Godzilla. Yeah. Well, they're constantly talking about how like he's, he was always evolving during the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had at least eight different kinds of DNA in him. Yeah. It was a. This is a secret uh, backdoor pilot into the new uh, uh, Star Trek. He was creating the Gorn. <laughs> I think this Godzilla is. He's an amalgamation of all the stuff that got irradiated when they dumped all the toxic waste. Mm-hmm. Come together into one constantly evolving creature. Is, yeah. I think is what it is. I, yeah, I think so. I think so as well. And so. I think the the scientist that fell off the disappeared off his boat. I think he was in there. I probably. That's and, why he became a little more humanoid. Yeah, and went point. after Tokyo. Yeah. Yep. Because that that scientist hated Tokyo for it's like his family. Something happened with his family. I think something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. That's my theory. Anyway. Yeah, and that that's a that's a really that's actually a really smart theory. Now that you say it, it's like yeah, of course that makes sense. But the, so. it leaves it open enough for you to think about stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like the whole, like the whole day after I saw it, I was thinking about this movie. And like it a, really got in there. And that's a sign of a really good movie. So, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and do my check it outs real quick. Um, it's close to Halloween, so of course I rewatched uh, my favorite um, Dra- Dracula vampire movie, Blackula, and Scream, Blackula, Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about this last year. I'm always uh, trumpeting how 
well done of a movie Blackula is. And I'll just mention real quick again, it's really easy to write this write the movie off because of because it's called Black because it's called Blackula <laughs> and because of the time that it was made and the genre that it is. Yeah, it's is for people who don't know, it's really easy to just go, oh, it's a joke. Eh, it's dumb. But it is a smart, well thought out, uh, compelling vampire story with a sympathetic protagonist or antagonist, I guess. He's, he kind of plays both sides of it. It's not overly like, for lack of a better term, jive. It's very, <laughs> and, and it it's, it's just a really well done movie. And a lot of that is uh, on the shoulders of William Marshall. He was an excellent actor. Before this movie, this was kind of one of his first breakout roles. Before this, he was um, doing Shakespeare in uh, Off-Broadway uh, back then. And so he brought kind of a level of gravitas, gravitas yeah, um, to the role where if it were played by, you know, Richard Roundtree, like Shaft or anything like that, it would be totally, like, totally, tonally different. But it's just a great movie. I would absolutely recommend going and searching it out because who's the dolomite guy i forget his rudy name. ray moore yeah rudy ray rudy ray moore as black Yellow. oh that would be <laughs> oh i would love that for completely different reasons <laughs> now that would be the joke that would be the joke character yeah plus if you want to see a horror movie by that it's uh um by rudy ray moore uh look up pd wheatstraw the, uh, the, the devil's, devil's son-in-law, son-in-law. <laughs> yeah that's uh that's that's a comedy horror movie kind of i guess it's that one's real bad. <laughs> but the other thing I checked out was a documentary um, that ran on um, Showtime. I don't think it's on Netflix or anything yet. It's called Drunk Stoned Brilliant Dead. And it's the um, it's a documentary on the National Lampoon. Now, huh. most people, um, most younger people go, oh, National Lampoon, that's that moniker that they slap on a bunch of direct-to-DVD, like those terrible like road trip <laughs> movies. Uh, people our age would go, okay, vacation, Animal House. That sort of thing. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, yeah. Um, the thing is, it was originally a magazine. And it was a magazine yep. that was... Um, if you take Mad Magazine and like amp it up by a thousand <laughs> and also add boobs, <laughs> <laughs> it's it was pretty much that. It was a bunch of really, really smart people telling really, really dumb jokes. And it was uh, excellent. It was a monthly magazine, and they each had a different like topic. And the there's a uh, image that is online whenever people that's synonymous with National Lampoon, and it's a picture of this dog with this worried look on his face with a gun next to it, and it says, "Buy this issue, or we'll shoot this dog." And it was like oh, the God. cover of the of the thing. Um, but it was really interesting how it started. It was started as the Harvard Lampoon, and it was like the joke Harvard newspaper that <laughs> rich white kids wrote until they got through law school and went off and did stuff. It was the onion for rich white kids at Harvard in in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, after, uh, the two guys that created it graduated, they went and made this really like, as it turns out, a really lucrative deal to get like publishing to make it a national magazine. And they were cranking out like a hundred page issues every month. Jeez. Like, and I guess the parties were like crazy. The way they would write it is they would all go out to dinner and just get drunk and wasted and just burn out and come up with like a million ideas. And then for the next month, just wrote, just write, 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 (laughs) and put the thing out. And it's crazy the way the whole thing came together. And then at one point it, um, 
it spun out into an off-Broadway show, which uh, featured 22-year-old uh, John Belushi and Chevy Chase oh, and Giller Radner and uh, Brian Doyle Murray and Bill Murray and Harold Ramis. Like, all these big names, like, all of the big names in comedy today came from this. And it's really, it was just a really, really interesting documentary, not just for the National Lampoon, but also... The one of the two main guys that created the guy's name's um, Doug Kenny. He was kind of well, <laughs> really super funny, really kind of troubled. Uh, he wrote Animal House. He wrote Caddyshack. He oh, was like one of the two original guys from National Lampoon, and he also committed suicide shortly after Caddyshack. Ooh. Well, except no one really knows what happened to him. Oh. He was a uh, super. Super hooked on cocaine, which I guess back then was kind yeah, of everybody. Everybody was. was, and he and Chevy Chase were super, super, super good friends. And Caddyshack, when it was released, bombed. People think of it now as like a huge yeah, classic. Classic. It tanked. Huh. So he and he was and Kenny was getting super depressed over it. So he and Chevy went to Hawaii to try to just get out, just get out, try to clear your head, just you know, try to de-stress. Chevy Chase came back to the U.S. to do a little bit of work. Two days later, he got a call. We can't find Doug. So he flies back out to Hawaii and find him at the bottom of what is the Hawaii's version of the Grand Canyon, oh. basically. So no one knows whether he slipped and fell while climbing. No one knows if he jumped. Some people think he might have had a drug deal that went bad and was pushed. Um, there is a theory, although it doesn't come up in the documentary, but there is a theory that Chevy Chase had a hand in it that somehow oh, Chevy Chase might have pushed or something happened. And he conveniently decided to leave because he was out there to watch Doug Kenny. And all of a sudden he just kind of leaves, leaves for a couple yeah, days. He has a convenient alibi, convenient alibi. Yeah. And it's interesting to kind of see the rise and fall of the, of the, of the magazine. Because at one point, um, Al Jean and one of the other Simpsons guys came out of college, started writing for the national lampoon. And uh, eventually it kind of fizzled out. One of the biggest, uh, down one of the first big downturns for the National Lampoon was Saturday Night Live because they had this off-Broadway thing and they didn't sign any of the, and the uh, National Lampoon's radio hour. And it was all this crazy, you know, going nuts, doing stuff. And they didn't sign any of the actors to like uh, exclusivity. Oh no. So yeah. when Lauren Michaels came in and said, hey, you we got- have a little more money to give you to come over here and just do Saturday Night Live, all of their acting troupe split. Yeah. So all of a sudden, they're gone. All their right after Animal House hit and was huge, 90% of the writing staff all got movie deal writing jobs to write clones of Animal House. So they all <laughs> left. The The two main guys um, ended up making about $7 million on this deal because they had, well, it, anyway, they made a ton of mo- money. As soon as they got their money, they left. So like, it was like the downturn of everything. It's just a really interesting documentary, and I would definitely recommend anyone checking it out. I've talked too long. Oh, Someone no, else no, it's go. fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, yeah. you've. Yeah. It's it's always nice when you are talking about something you are passionate and have a lot of knowledge about. See, that's the thing. I love I love comedy, and I love the history behind comedy. I think that's one of the most fascinating things, because because everyone everyone knows the jokes. Everyone, I can sit here and recite Animal House to you. I can, you know, I, I love comedy, but I love hearing what ha- what was going on behind the scenes of 
Yeah, what made that happen? What 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 were the things that all came together perfectly, like fit together to make this like seminal classic? You know, because without without National Lampoons, there'd be no Ghostbusters. Because at one point, the off Broadway show was Bill Murray, John Belushi, Harold Ramis, all being directed by Ivan Reitman. So it was proto Ghostbusters. So it was yeah. proto Ghostbusters. Um, there would be no Blues Brothers. Um, their one of their comedy albums was called The Lemmings, which was um, like a uh, like a Woodstock kind of making yeah. fun of thing with John Belushi and Christopher Guest doing a James Taylor. <laughs> and yeah, like Christopher Guest was like one of the main, he could have very easily have been one of the original Saturday Night Live cast, believe it or not, because he was part of that yeah. group. And I just, I just love, I love that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. So, and it, it's kind of crazy, like how many of these people went on to do, SNL and then later on became like giants of 80s comedy and early 90s comedy. Oh yeah, it's it was the beginning steps of like everything we know about comedy today. But no, it was kind of interesting one of the only modern um creators that they were talking to like was one of the only ones that wasn't connected to the National Lampoon was uh Judd Apatow. And he just flat out said if it weren't for this like my stuff wouldn't happen. And I agree with them. Yeah. So anyway, I again, I've talked too much about this. So let's, let's um, let me wrap it up. <laughs> let's see. What have I done? Um, what have you done? <gasps> you got your fancy new 3DS. I know. Yeah. I got my new, my fancy new 3DS. Yeah. I it's, want it. I'm so jelly. It's super Which pretty. means you played the Pokemon demo. Yes, I which have. Maybe we should talk. We about should go ahead and after, talk about after, oh, after the, the break. break. Yeah, we can do that. Oh, I got this game on Steam. A little weird one it's called like oh sir or something like that and it's an insult game what? okay where you play like these weird pixelated british characters and you insult each other nice to see who insults the one the best and you get like there's like this drop down of like different phrases to click to build your insult do like the other players vote or uh no um you're both picking from the same list of words and so, like, when you pick a list, it dis- when you pick a word, it disappears and so on and so forth to build this thing. And depending on how you string it together and what, and if you hit a nerve and, like, the characters you play as have different things they are sensitive about. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, you can deal extra damage to them. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, it's really cheap, too. Even uh, better. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's weird. I played it for, like, an hour yesterday, just goofing off. There's a whole bunch of, like, Monty Python references. <laughs> of course. It seems fitting. Yeah, yeah, like, there are, like, achievements if you can string together a Monty Python quote. <laughs> Excellent. Like, at one point, they're like, there's one scene or whatever that you can pick from. It's a pet shop, and it's straight up the dead parrot sketch. <laughs> <laughs> this parrot is no more. It has ceased to be. It has shed its mortal coil. Oh, it's just sleeping. Uh, <laughs> But no, it's a it's a bad little game. I don't know. I was just kind of flipping through Steam, and I was like, "This sounds weird. I like it." <laughs> There's like a bunch of different characters you can unlock and whatnot. Uh, you can either play against the computer or you can play against real people. Cool, cool. Or one other person. So there was that. Oh, I read another webcomic I like too. Okay, cool. It's called It's called The Strange Tales of Os- of Oscar Zahn, huh. and it's really cool art style. He is a, it's like a, like kind of like a Hellboy-esque kind of thing, where he, it's like there's a lot of supernatural elements. But Oscar himself 
is a supernatural element. He is a... He's a grouch. No. He is a floating skull. Okay. With a British accent. Is he grouchy? No, not really. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. He's very British. Well, you though. lost me. <laughs> he's, he's very British. And uh, he hunts ghosts. That's his thing. He's a floating skull ghostbuster? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, like, at one point, he, like, falls down and, like, hits his head. And when he does that, he, like, passes out for, like, a second. And so his whole... Like, he's just a floating skull. But he has clothes and, like, his... I don't know. Whatever force makes him up, like, dissipated. So it's just a pile of clothes, like, laying on the ground. <laughs> and so then he, like, picks himself back up or whatever. It's kind of, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a little weird. Like, sometimes it has a very, like, kind of Hellboy-esque art style. Mm-hmm. And... Right now he is like in what he's dealing with World War One stuff, and that art style is kind of almost like a gritty Archie kind of thing. Okay, not oh, wow. quite like the Archie like reboot, but more like kind of like classic Archie, Archie style, but like a darker, sure. grimier kind yep. of thing. Got it. Um, Magnolia meets Dan Parent. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, that's interesting. No, I'm really, I'm really liking it. I mean, it's it sounds cool. It does. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I'll have to check that out as well. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely it's. I guess that's my my spooky pick. Oh, right on. I, I didn't hey, really think yeah, about. Yeah, one of us has a spooky themed pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he watched a he watched horror movie. Oh yeah, I watched a horror movie. Blackula. and You talked about spooky Doctor Who. Yeah, so we're good. So I guess yeah, yeah, we're good. good. We, we've hit the Halloween quota. I think so. Um, let's go ahead and take yeah, a break we, here. We Halloweeners. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> we certainly are. So let's go ahead and take. It's time for the break. Cody, you're on. Perfect. Nailed it. Prison. Okay, we will be right back, guys. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. Warp Zone is the place for all your gaming needs, like modern, vintage, and import video games, as well as gaming collectibles. Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond is located at 4496 Cemetery Road in Hilliard. 614-219-1997 614-219-1997 and Warp Zone on Facebook. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from a slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash it caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. Coffin Rex voice 
opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Rack's a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what it said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. All right, we are back. That was Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett. That was a nice two and a half minute break. Totally wasn't like, you know, a couple hours <laughs> at all. No, that was nope. a two minute. Just nope. that's it. Yep. Real short one. Anyway, we have Pokemon news, guys. Of course we do. Surprise, surprise. It's Pokemon news. The new demo is out and it's pretty rad. It is really rad. I I have been really enjoying the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo demonstration yeah. software yes very cool um it takes about what about half hour half or so. hour which is pretty generous for a demo uh, yeah better than the yokai watch demo that was two minutes yeah that's true <laughs> um, it's garbage yeah yeah kind of yeah i like that it gave us an introduction to z moves which is cool i like that it um man that pikachu make man was pretty great oh yeah that was cool and that's the electric type generic one there's a specific pokemon pikachu one where where the trainer just like throws, throws them, Pikachu, just throws them <laughs> fastball special pikachu pretty yeah. much yeah <laughs> um did that it introduced uh you to the professor which is cool um i like how the professor is like he's surf a dude he well he's a surf dude and all the professors have like specific like things that they are researching that is basically what the the specialty of the game like the special thing for the game is yeah. like sycamore was a uh, evolution professor because of mega evolutions this one is uh is the z move professor basically yeah. and he explains that he is uh doing he's testing it by by having random pokemon hit him with different moves <laughs> so he just kind of stands out in a field i can just picture him standing out in the field like getting pelted with like bullet grass seed or whatever yeah. and like tackle and all that other crazy stuff hit me, you... pikachu <laughs> <laughs> cut me cut me pikachu i'm just imagining him like like standing in the like in the middle of like a like a meadow like the freaking joker in the dark knight come on hit me hit me <laughs> Just getting super into it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Do you even razor leaf? <laughs> oh god. Yeah. The animation in it is fantastic. It is. It's very, very good. Characters are ex like the trainers themselves are really expressive, mm -hmm. along with the Pokemon. Yes. And the, and, the, and the faces and the music, everything was. Just, oh, the oh. Mu the music is excellent. Uh, Team Skull music is the best. <laughs> yeah, I love Team Skull, Skull like just moving around. Yeah. They are super, their, their super faces, great. You can't see their mouths, but their eyes are all doing stuff and swinging their arms around like they're... Oh, yeah. I like how they, they, they were showing off the fluidity of the animation yes. with B-Boy style... <laughs> B-Boy uh, skeletons. B-Boy skeletons, yeah. <laughs> I think David Pumpkins should be a Team Skull trainer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. 
That would be great. Uh, can we just get, like, David Pumpkins as, like, the the mascot of the show, like, forever? I, that would yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah Tom anybody, Hanks yeah. As, as David Pumpkins. <laughs> if, if anybody doesn't know, there was the SNL sketch recently where Tom Hanks was this weird character, David Pumpkins. It was awesome. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, Go look what, it up. It was yeah. the best. It's yeah. called, like, Haunted Elevator. Yeah, really, really funny stuff. <laughs> like, any questions? Any questions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, the, 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 the demo's really good, and... um. I like how they're making you come back to it. There's yeah. like different timed, like timed events, events. within yeah. the demo. Yeah. And that's really cool. And you get, and you're getting like little extra things that you just sell for extra cash. It kind of gives you not really an edge on the game when you start it off, but you're not as, you you're not as bare bones. Yeah. And that's cool. Also, did you notice like the amount of pokey cash you were getting from like the trainer battles? Oh, you were getting quite a bit. It was really? ridiculous. Yeah, they were really. Yeah, it's eight thousand, six thousand. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, they're kind of. That kind of makes the game a little easier because you're not fighting to like buy things. Unless Item management the, is not unless really the thing. prices are going to be outrageous. That's true. They could explain that too because it's an it's, it's Hawaii. A re- it's a resort region. Yeah, well, it's an island. They have to import import everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, Pokeball might be a thousand bucks. Who knows? <laughs> oh, you notice that heel ball? Yes. Yeah, that was in other games. Was yeah, it? It was. Yeah. yeah. God, it's been a long time since I played. Yeah, generations. I know. I know, right? You got to use it so you can catch more uh, more guys during that catching mini game. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a thing that they that they said with the game where um, if you catch more than six, what it'll do is uh, w- when you catch it, it will ask you. It won't send it directly to your box. It'll ask you if you oh, want to yeah, put it yeah, into it your does. potty party potty. Flush <laughs> it right down. Just flush that Pokemon right down the toilet. No, um, put it in your party or send it to your box. Yeah, it does. Yep, and you can actually look at stats too, so that you can compare. Like, if you're just trying to catch like the perfect, you know, whatever bird, bird or whatever, you can compare stats and see which bird is better, and you can choose to send the other one to the box to be released later or whatever, or get ground into candy like in Pokemon Go. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, th- I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think it's neat. Speaking of Pokemon Go, there's a Halloween update on that. There is a Halloween update, and it's pretty neat. It actually makes the game playable. Yeah. <laughs> A uh, bunch of ghost types and like spooky type Pokemon have been popping up everywhere. Like I don't cool. run in enough drowsies. Yeah. Well, yeah, drowsies are kind of a problem around here. But and extra candy for just about everything. Just about everything. You get double double candy for everything you catch, and it's four times. Uh, your buddy Pokemon generates candy four times faster. So. So if, yeah, if you're uh, still playing. Yeah. And you really want to boost up whatever. Now's the time. Now's the time I've to do it. I've actually dropped back into it recently yeah, because I, of this event. I hope they keep doing it. Different so, events for different, yeah. like, yeah. I uh, I took a walk yesterday because of it. I actually caught enough uh, ghosts to make a Gengar, which was pretty great. That loading screen, though. That loading Dude. screen is pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. That scary, scary Gengar. Oh, yeah. Very, very cool. Oh, and they also released a new trailer showing more of the... Uh, Sun and Moon. Uh, the final evolutions are officially revealed. Yeah. Blue and red are coming back. Blue and red are coming back, and that's really cool. Yeah, the original two trainers, and they gave them new designs. They look uh, like cool adults. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're finally us. I hope red doesn't talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I bet he doesn't. Yeah. I don't think they'd make him talk. Yeah. So, uh, But no, that's really exciting stuff. I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm ready. I don't need to see any more trailers. Yeah. I'm done. It's not that much. Yeah, it's not that much longer. Just yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe uh can't believe the Rowlet final is a ghost plant. Yeah, that's super great. It's very, very cool. It's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Into it. And, and now, now that I've seen the final 
Litton, I'm I've warmed up to it. No, I have no too. Pun but a, it's a wrestler. It's a it's an evil wrestler <laughs> with dark. Yeah. The mm. uh, the the typing is the heel Pokemon. Like, really? Yeah. Seriously. Oh, heel as in like wrestler. Heel. Wrestler heel. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a move called Darkest Lariat. <laughs> That's super great. Oh, I'm in. Man. Yeah. I'm back to Litton again. Yeah. I'm super in. I was a Rella boy from the beginning. Now I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I don't know. I say go go for the mermaid. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Did you say switch gears? I did say switch gears. Oh. oh. Nintendo announced what the NX is, their next console, their seventh generation console. And it's called the Switch. Yeah. The Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It's a good name-ish. Yeah. I mean, it's At better least than it's Wii something. U. Yeah. It's a something. Yeah, I'm glad they dropped the Wii branding. Yeah. yeah I think it's kind of run someone, its course. Someone said on Twitter that there's one like angry old board guy that's mad they didn't call it the Switch. <laughs> the Switch. <laughs> I like that, yeah. But uh, this console is interesting. It's a... Um, it's like a modular thing almost. Yeah, like it's you, like a, it's like a kind of like the Wii U tablet. Kind of, it's a, it is a touchscreen. They have announced. Yeah, I saw that earlier. It's a 720p, so it's pretty high res, which is good. But it docks into a dock that puts it on your TV, so it's both a home console and you can take it anywhere. And it does up, up convert it to 1080p, from what I understand. And uh, the dock may or may not have extra GPU which yeah. will make the games run a little smoother. There's still a lot we don't know. Yeah, and uh, January, end of January, yeah. they're actually going to have to direct and talk about it, from what I understand. Yeah. We know the controllers come off. The controllers are kind of rad. They uh, they pop off of the, the main controller and slide onto the tablet so you can take it on the go, or pop off and well, use they, them. They, they are the main controller, because they... they yeah, because they also snap into another controller yeah, base. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, It's crazy. There's gonna be a lot of broken little plastic tabs. Oh yeah, I want. I yeah, I'm I'm want to know how like sturdy those connectors are on the sides of both though the Wii or the um, Switch screen and on the the mini controller. Yeah, well, it's a Nintendo product, so I would assume it's pretty sturdy. They're always really good about that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I miss the I miss the GameCube. That thing was a monster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with a cute little handle. Yep. <laughs> But I'm excited for the the switch. Um, I hope there's multiple colors because I kind of want to like mix and ma- mix and match. There stuff. probably will be eventually. Probably, yeah. But I doubt it at launch. Boo! Yeah. It makes me wonder what kind of storage capacity this thing's going to have. Like everything, all the storage uh, is going to have to be in the screen. Yeah. Which may may or may not like drop what exactly you can do with that. Or it's in the little handy things. Eh, maybe, but then... But they come off, and then, like, would it transfer data through Bluetooth? Or that, uh, that would, would be That would really slow it down. Oh, true. If, if anything, the batteries are going to be in the handles. I, or I can see Nyko putting out, like, a third-party, like, battery extender. Yeah. Like, I mean, it has to have a good battery life. It's going to live or die on how long that battery I've heard about lasts. Three, I've heard about three hours of constant play. That's not bad. Not off the, off the dock. Yeah, it's it's not bad, but for major commuters, that might be kind of an issue. Then yeah. again, you have your 3DS for that. Yeah. At and least that, for now. That battery, At least for the next year. And that battery lasts forever. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Three, three to five. Three to five, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's cartridge, too. Yeah, cartridge-based. It is cartridge-based. Which I, I don't think it's going to be backwards compatible. When, mostly because when you're playing it at home and you have it in the dock, you don't have that screen. So you're not going to have the Wii U. You right. Know, 
two screens thing going on. Yeah, and that kind of bothers me for a lot of the uh, downloadable like indie games that I have on the Wii yeah, right what's, now. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with all of that? Are we just going to be out all yeah. those? I don't really, I don't really want to rebuy the virtual console games that I have. No, same here. I, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of concerned about Lego Dimensions. Yeah, that's yeah. What the heck's going to happen with that? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're definitely not going to be able to take that game on the go because you have to have the base. But will the Wii U base plug into the other? Or because if I have to rebuy everything, then I'm done. I'm out. I'll I will sell them all and be yeah. done. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't blame that. Like, yeah. That's yeah. It's I, insane. I don't know what their solution will be. I mean, I could see the base still working because it's just USB. It's USB. Sure. But I don't know how the game would. Would you have to buy the game again? Would they even bother to do that? I don't know. Who. Who knows? Is it even that popular that they would do that? It is. Yeah, it it's is. definitely been a success for them. It's not like hugely popular, but it makes some money, pretty sure. It's more of a, of a success than uh, Disney Infinity was. Yeah. Well, plus they're Legos, and you build them, and you can play with them. Yeah. Sure. Disney Infinity were essentially little plastic statues. Yeah. yeah. What, you mean like Amiibos? <laughs> <laughs> Which are also confirmed. I don't know if it's confirmed, but they were in the trailer. They have to work. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's really pushing for they, it. They have, have hey, to work. We've discontinued Amiibo support. <laughs> yeah, we're going to continue to make Amiibo, but we're discontinuing support for them. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Yeah. They're, no, they're, no longer, they're no longer toys to life. They're just toys They're now. just toys. Immovable toys. Tiny statues. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm into it. I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm down for yeah. day one purchase. Yeah, I can't wait to hear on more a, about it. I'm on a list. Oh, you are really? <laughs> I'm on a call list. Oh, to right on. Pre-ordered as soon as it's available. Nice. I um I may or may not be day one. I don't know. Just I have a lot of factors. Uh, Lego Dimensions, believe it or not, is a big factor. Uh, because if if they're if they have a solution for that, or at least have an idea of a solution. I will um, trade everything. I'll I'll trade the Wii in and and just be done. go go switch everything. But um, <laughs> make yeah, the switch. That is. Oh my god! You think that'll be yeah. their? You think that'll be their tagline? Make, make the, the switch. switch. Pro- I, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I do like the logo that. for it too, like the weird yin yang yeah, kind of thing cool. with the joy the Joy Cons. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the little mini controllers. The yeah. Joy Cons. Yeah, it was so Japanese and weird. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like the Gun Con. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Joy Cons, do you think that games are going to have specific Joy Con like peripherals that come with the game? That would be cool. Somebody did a mock up of that, mm-hmm. like one for Yokai Watch that has a dial. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Which, that, would, that would be cool. I mean, I'd be for it. Yeah, I would be too. It's an innovative idea. Yes. Maybe like a fishing one. Yeah. Yeah, so you can play Sonic Adventures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to make a special Big the Cat game. Froggy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they showed a little bit of a Mario game that looked really, really cool. It did. Oh, man. I really... It was like literally just two seconds. Yeah. But, but yeah. it looked an awful lot like Mario 64, like updated Mario yeah. 64. And it's about cool. time we got another Mario like that. Mainstream open world. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's uh, move on to some like quick hits, like super two seconds uh, on these. Uh, Muppet Babies is coming back. Yeah. Here's the thing. I I remember watching Muppet Babies. I know what Muppet Babies are. I could not tell you anything about Muppet Babies. Oh, I, I loved Muppet oh, Babies. Yeah, I did the too. only episode of Muppet Babies that I really remember are the one where they basically played Star Wars. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. That one sounds familiar. I remember there's like a a closet that they would open up and there was like old black and white movies. Yeah. And I remember Roman the robot monster was in one of those. 
which was cool. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be for uh, it's gonna be for the kids again. It's gonna be being uh, retooled for like a learning Disney Junior. D- Disney Junior is gonna be like a pseudo learning style kind of show, and that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I love that show. Growing up, I'd watch it every day when they rerun it on Nickelodeon. If I had children that I knew of, I would be. <laughs> yeah. I I I would let them. I'd be okay with them watching that. That's cool. And it'll be CG. So whatever. It's yeah, it'll probably it'll probably be that CG puppeting. Yeah, that uh, Jim Henson company does, where mm-hmm. it's a, it's a combination of actual puppetry and motion capture. Yeah, yeah. and that would be cool. Okay, uh, another quick hit: Incredibles two is getting moved up. Yay! Yeah. I love the Incredibles. I want to say it's probably my one of my favorite Pixar movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Like the writing was amazing, and the, the story was great. I don't really need another Toy Story. No. no, no. Toy Story three pretty well wrapped up. Yeah, they're moving Incredibles up and Toy Story back. They're flip flopping the the release dates. Yeah. yeah, I have the dates here. It's uh June fifteenth, twenty eighteen for Incredibles two, and June twenty first, twenty nineteen for uh, Toy Story four. So about a year difference. Um, other than Disney executives, who asked for Toy Story four? <laughs> well, that's pretty much <laughs> well, it. Who asked for all those Cars movies? Kids, unfortunately. Disney. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I still have never seen Cars 2. I have no interest. Cars 2, no, not really. It's not it's It not had Michael Caine in it. Nah. <laughs> but not like actual Michael Caine, just voice, car voice Michael Caine. Car Kane. Michael Caine. <laughs> car Michael Caine, I like that. <laughs> nice, I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of movies and people being in them, uh, <laughs> as they do, as they do. See, this is what you guys were missing last week. Yeah. The seamless transitions. Um, Donald Glover has been officially cast as young Lando in the Han Solo movie. He, he landed Lando. He landed it. Yeah. Space capes for everyone. Well, what have we here? <laughs> it's Donald Glover. <laughs> I can't think of anybody better to play yeah. young Lando, honestly. I'm That's in. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's totally great. And uh, yeah, just picturing Donald Glover with a tiny mustache. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he, maybe he won't have his mustache yet. Oh, yeah, maybe he'll just have some peach fuzz. <laughs> maybe we'll learn how he gets his mustache. Yeah, that's the yeah, secret origin of the mustache and, and, and powder blue cape. Um, but no, it, it kind of gives me a little insight into what the movie is going to be about. Because if Lando's in it, and we know Han got the Millennium Falcon from Lando. In a card game. In a card game. At what point we might see Han actually getting the, the Falcon. I'm really hoping it's kind of like a heist movie. Like the Lando comic. I yeah. kind of am, too. I kind of, I because that hope comic so. is great. It mm-hmm. is good. I love the Lando comic. There'll <laughs> be a part where Lobot's just like, you know what, Lando, you look real good with a mustache. That's I it. know, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should at least try it. <laughs> yeah. So while we're talking about movies, uh, Deadpool, the director of Deadpool, what is his name? Let me look that. Up. Oh, Tim. Tim Deadpool Conway. <laughs> Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Tim Miller. That's it. Uh, he has decided to walk off of Deadpool 2. And that's kind of a real bummer. Kind of makes yeah. me a little worried about the movie. I guess it's creative differences with uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. They had two different ideas of how it's going to go. I mean, it is kind of weird. Like, And you wonder who who is more responsible for making that movie real good. Nobody, like, I don't know. Yeah. Because I know Ryan Reynolds went a long way in making, de- making it Deadpool. Okay, from the way it sounds, uh, Tim Miller had an idea for the project that would have cost about three times as much as the first Deadpool movie. It was going to be a big blockbuster 
action movie and Ryan Reynolds was like, no, no, <laughs> I don't see, I don't see Deadpool going that way. Let's keep a smaller budget. Let's, you know, let's just make a more, uh, a solid comedy and not spend a ton of money. Well, instead hopefully. of making it like every other superhero movie, yeah. which is what it's from the way it sounds. That's what Tim Miller kind of was pushing for is to make it more homogenized to the Marvel style, like big budget, big action. Oh, well, thank God. Yeah, that, I don't, in, I don't in, want in that, that. In that case. Yeah, I'm 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 on Reynolds side. Yeah. Hopefully they have enough money to actually get, you know, more gun props. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they can leave him in the back of that that taxi again. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's good for comedy. Repeating jokes. Yeah. Repetition. That's that's it. <laughs> Tried and true. Yep. Do the joke until it's not funny, and then it loops back around to being yeah, funny Yeah, and then do again. it a couple more times. A couple more times. Yeah, just hammer it home. Yeah. Repetitious jokes. Just repeating. Just them. repeating. Just repeating the jokes over and over again. <laughs> I mean, get those jokes repeating. You got to repeat them. Just over and over and over until they start being funny again. Yeah, and then there's going to be a point where it's just really not funny It's not going to be funny, all. but then after a while, it's, it, you repeat it, and it starts I mean, getting funny, funny, again. funny again. See? It's working. It's working right now. You just got to repeat the jokes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. Ladies and gentlemen, that was dead horse overload. <laughs> Speaking of repeating jokes, there's a trailer for Logan, the hey, new Wolverine hey, movie. Hey, call that a repeating joke, but you know, that trailer looks really good. It does look yeah, really does. good. Yeah. They 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 hit all the high points. It has your Wolverines, your Professor X's, the song Hurt covered by <laughs> Johnny Cash, which has to be in every serious pseudo-Western style movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... It looks good. I like, like it. I think it's going to be more of a dramatic film than it is a, it's an gonna, action film. It's not going to be a superhero movie, for sure. For sure not going to. The villain is Donald Pierce, who is a longtime X-Men villain. Uh, but it looks really interesting. And it looks like it is taking, from what I understand, it's taking place in the... This is going to be really hard the to explain. Darkest timeline. The dark. It takes place in the darkest timeline. In um, Days of Future Past, the universe, like the timeline split where... You have the the timeline where the Sentinels came back and killed all of the mutants, and then you had the one where Wolverine went back in time and saved fixed the day, everything. fixed yeah. it basically. And then the one where Link doesn't kill Ganon. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. Totally. <laughs> that's a good joke. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. The child Link and adult Link. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, this movie takes place at, at like the end of the dark Sentinels killed all the mutants and humans timeline this is the bad end this is the, the bad X-Men end franchise. yeah this is the one where you failed all the qtes and you got the bad ending yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks really great uh hugh jackman with a beard uh it looks like his healing factor is not working quite right which is kind which of it, great which, it, which is on par for old man logan yeah and just hugh jackman's pretty great hugh jackman is his great after seeing the nice the nice guys, which is in a great movie, mm-hmm. and he was in that, and he was really good in that, I'm just like, you know what? He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's he has a good a lot, actor. He has a lot of charisma. I liked him in Les Mis. He was very good in Les Mis. A Kate and Leopold, believe it or not, is not the worst romantic comedy I've ever seen. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, shining recommendation. A shining, <laughs> yes. Stellar. Just a stellar recommend. It looks good. I'm in. I mean, uh... I know, I know. Patrick Stewart is is aged, but man, they do a they do really up making him really old. It's it's a weird situation where they have to take eighty year old Patrick Stewart and give him old man makeup because he is too spry <laughs> and in shape for to be an actual eighty year old. Too yeah. handsome. <laughs> well, there was you know uh, you know that planet in the one movie where you know he gets a little younger again. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> the Star Treks. But uh, I don't know, like, he's sitting there, like, in that bed. I'm like, I don't want to think about really, I don't want to think about old man Patrick Stewart. It makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's bumming me out. Yeah. You want to remember him as buff grandpa Patrick Stewart like he is now. <laughs> Have you seen pictures of, of Oh, the I know. I know. And, you know. He's like Jack LaLanne. Only, like, only, only, only one Enterprise ship had a had a gym. <laughs> yes, nice. That's a good joke. And uh, and the fact that you know they're they're bringing in X twenty three. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure I called it like a while ago. Yeah, when Hugh Jackman said he was done being Wolverine, mm-hmm. especially with the way the comics went, where you know after Wolverine was gone. X-23 took over the mantle of Wolverine. Sure. She is. She still is. Yeah, she, yeah, she is the Wolverine. Yeah. Which is something interesting. They've kept him dead for over a year, and I did not expect that. I know, in right? The comics. I mean, Deadpool <laughs> didn't last two months. No. No. Uh, but no, this movie looks really good. Um, I'm interested to see, as much as I want to see this movie, and I'm going to see this movie, I'm interested to see what they do with Wolverine, the character, after this movie, because this is it for Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. And... This can't be it for the character Wolverine. Wolverine's yeah. going to keep going. So it makes me wonder if they're going to reboot the X-Men line or if they're going to just kind of introduce another Wolverine and not talk about it. <laughs> they can do a uh, Val Kilmer thing where they uh, they introduced <laughs> him as Bruce Wayne instead of and just not we just don't talk about it. <laughs> y- yeah, you don't look like uh, you don't look like Beetlejuice at all. No, never mind. Don't think about <laughs> don't it. Don't think about it. No, yeah. I, no, I what I think that I think they're just going to go with the X23 path. I the thing is, I don't see them continuing the dark future beyond Logan. I see this as the end point. Mm, maybe. They'll probably just reboot the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I think Jennifer Lawrence said she was done, too. Yeah. She is. I know Fastbender is about, is about there. I think the only one of the um, first class cast that really kind of wants to stick with it is uh, McAvoy, which, okay, cool. He's fine. Yeah. No, I like him. Yeah. Keep him around. Sure. They should just strike a Spider-Man style deal with... Uh, and Marvel Disney. You want to be honest? I think within the next five or six years, we're probably going to see something like that because it, in five or six years, that's going to line up to uh, Avengers Part Two or Avengers the th- fourth movie or third mer- movie Part Two, however they end up working it, where they're going to bring Phase Eight everybody. Yeah, they're going to bring everybody together, and what better way to do that than to also push the X Men in in everything. It could help also help save the X-Men comics. It could. Although X-Men comics are coming back. They are. I there did are a see lot of that. Them. I did uh, see Generation that. X is coming back, and that's super great. And there are a handful of other ones that are super, super good, too. Also, there is the X-Men versus the Inhumans yeah. storyline. Well, yeah. But, event. Uh, I'm tired of heroes fighting heroes. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I, I get so tired of it. It's. It was interesting the first ten times. <laughs> But in this particular case, the repetition doesn't work. No. It's... Repetition just doesn't work this time. Sometimes it doesn't matter how many times you repeat it. <laughs> yeah, it just it just doesn't work. And you know what else doesn't work as, as well in this case? Callbacks. Yeah, I mean, they're not always going to be a hit. No, no, they're not. <laughs> repetition and callbacks. <laughs> anyway, we have one last thing, and it's super quick. Wait, do you think in yeah. Logan, Hugh Jackman's going to do some Hugh Jackman? I think he's definitely going to do some Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's going to do some Hugh Jackman. Yes. Oh, great. Perfect. Um, last thing, and this just came in in the last half hour or so. Um, I guess Twitter is shutting down their Vine service. Vine was a video service where you recorded, like, what, 10 seconds? I don't even know if it was that. Yeah. Was it... it was, like, eight seconds or something like that, maybe. I don't something. know. It was, like, it short little few-second things. Yeah, that, that would be played on a loop, and they're very memeable. 
they're meme ready. You can just look at them and laugh and watch them about a half dozen times in yep. a minute and be and be content. There are some uh, performers that have become super famous for having for doing the vines and um, they're shutting down the service and that's kind of interesting. Yeah, because I mean it wasn't a huge failure or anything. I mean it wasn't no. a smashing success, but it was definitely a thing. I think the problem is there's no way to really put advertising. Yeah, on you it. can't monetize that. No one's gonna watch a minute and a half ad for something to watch an eight second vine. Yeah, of a dog taking a poop or something. <laughs> they're not gonna. It's not gonna work. What they have said is that they're not going to. It's not all of the old videos are Sorry, not going to just. Me with dog taking poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> uh, what they've said is that they're not going to uh, drop. All of the um, vines that are already up, they're not going to disappear from the web. They're going to be up there for for um, ever, forever, or at least until they decide that they need the server space for something else. Uh, the Vine Stars are going to be able to download videos of all the videos that they've done, so that you're going to see a bunch of YouTube like compilations. Yeah, they, they already can, have those. Yeah, but you're going to see a lot more of them. I bet they in the can next take their five years of work. And put it together and have a really good three-minute YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, pre- pretty much, yeah. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Um, it's the evolution of social media. Yeah, I guess everybody's saying that people want things quicker and faster and more bite-sized. In this particular case, didn't quite work out. Because I know there was... Um, because we are we are budding YouTube-sters. Producers? We're content creators, believe it or not. And... I know that there was a little bit of a rumbling what's going to happen to YouTubers because Vine was picking up so much steam. And as it turns out, people like long-form content a little more, I guess. And that's great. It's great for us. Yeah. Well, well you you can't form that kind of weird relationship with the content creators that you do with YouTube where you know who this person is and what they put up. And yeah. You can't do that in the short videos. So. Unless you put up like 100 Vines. Yeah. Like Marlo Meekins. She put up like a ton of them, and I have a pretty good idea of what she's about. <laughs> Loves those dogs. Yeah. And dressing like Ariel. And dressing like Ariel, apparently, yeah. But no, that's, I don't know, is that is that it? I think. Okay, I that's, everything. I think that's it, so let's go ahead and Unless wrap. Unless you wanted to repeat something. No, I, I, no, I don't uh, think I need to repeat anything. Speaking of repeating things, I'm going to repeat my end of show that I do every <laughs> week. Repetition, you guys, repetition, it's great. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com, I mean, where we're not punching our mics. <laughs> you can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverloadradio. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Send us your thoughts, wishes, dreams. Darkest emotions. <laughs> your old retro video games. Josh yeah. needs them. Yeah. <laughs> You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload and follow our YouTube uh, channel we just talked about, Nerd Overload TV. There's a Pokemon Let's Play we just put up on there the other day yeah. that we're particularly proud of. I'm, so. we're, I'm pretty proud of that <laughs> thing. Yeah. It was pretty funny if you ask me, but you know. Go check it out. Yeah. Anyway, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher, and uh, so give us uh, ratings and reviews over there if you'd like. We have five. We have five of them. Nice. Yeah, two Good. reviews, but five um, uh, five star ratings. So so Ooh. far, br- we have the streak. 
Five stars. Five don't stars. break the streak. No, don't, don't break the streak. Keep break it going. It. Yeah, keep it going. Anyway. Pay uh, it forward. Yeah, exactly. Thank Again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. <laughs>